All right, so we are live uh, with Salty Business at our wellness festival. Beautiful experiences. We're here today with Josh, who, um, thank you, Josh, for joining us. Yeah, awesome. So he is a relationship coach and a business coach as well. Is, is that how you describe it? I usually do relationship and leadership. Okay, leadership. Okay. And uh, Josh is fantastic. He's my personal coach and has really helped myself and Cassandra out uh, with our business. And kind of give us a little back. Where are you from exactly? Uh, so I just moved to Ann Arbor from Cincinnati, Ohio uh, this past summer. So I've been here for what, 10 months or so. Uh-huh. Yeah. And but 18 years in Cincinnati, I guess, kind of qualifies as past home. Yeah. Right. So um, but, you know, I was I was doing coaching and stuff there and, and it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and moved up here with uh, with my family. So my kids could go to school here. And where were you born? I was born in Owensboro, Kentucky, uh-huh. and uh, then very quickly moved to Oklahoma City. So I spent like nine years in Oklahoma, uh-huh. and then, you know, parents divorced, moved back to Owensboro nine more years. You know, that puts me at 18, and then I moved to Cincinnati to go to college. And that's where I met my wife and stayed there for a long time. You met her when you were in college? Yeah, we met in college and had our first baby. Like, we graduated in May. And, like, our first baby was born in June. So we, like, kind of made this huge transition very quickly from, you know, going into adulthood, you know, new careers, like, kind of new relationship even, and then parenthood, like, all at the same time. Oh, wow. It was kind of crazy. How, how old were you then? Um, I was, we were, um, what, 22-ish? Yeah, somewhere in there. It's been a long time. How, how did you make that transition? Um, that transition took a lot of work. It was... Honestly, it came down, though, to one conversation Mm -hmm. where we just kind of looked at each other and I was like, I'm willing to do this if you are. Like, Uh this is going to be huge. It's going to be rough, but I am committed to doing it. And she said, yeah, me too. And after that, so that was like the easy part, like saying yes was the easy part. Um, And then it was doing all of the work that it takes to actually like, oh, learn how to become a parent and like be a good parent, right? Because we didn't want to just like, oh, be parents. Like we tend to be more um, naturally minded, alternatively minded. And so we really tried to be very intentional in how we were parents. But uh-huh. of course, you know, then the reality of having a baby comes along and kind of smacks you in the face and, and, you know, you have to like really start working at it. Yeah. So, um, so that was a huge transition point in our life and we had help. That uh-huh. was, that was a huge, huge piece, uh-huh. right? Like we went and got some help with therapists and other coaches and, you know, tapping into parents and, having a support network and all of that is like what made everything possible. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what life would have been like without all of that support network. Yeah. And, um, were you into coaching right away? Is that something you knew you wanted to do or how how did you get into that? No. So I actually, my undergrad was, uh, I majored in theology and philosophy Oh wow! and, uh, which by the way, I loved it, but it's the worst thing ever to make money. Like if you're going to go teach or you want to go into (laughs) ministry like those, then, then go for it. But otherwise like, yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't recommend it as a major, but I loved it. It was fabulous. And really what got me into coaching is, um, you know, the first four years of my relationship with Elizabeth, my wife, 
were really, really rough. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, we just we had all of these transitions that we were going through, and it just it really took a toll. And but we put in the work. Like I said, we got the help. We went to counseling sessions, things like that, and we kind of got to a point about four years into our relationship where things were really, really good. Mm -hmm. And people started coming to us asking, like, "Hey, what is it that you guys do? Like, you guys have this great connection. Like, how do you make it work? You know, what do you, what is so special? How do you do it?" And we just started talking to people. And I didn't know anything about anything. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, what I was talking about. Um, but I realized that I enjoyed helping people in that way. Yeah. And so I decided, you know, after a, a few years later, then I decided, all right, this is something I want to do. And then uh, so I go get the training, right? I spent like two, three years, like, getting all of the credentials and certifications, all that. Because I wanted to make sure I knew what I was actually talking about. And, um, and then I kind of launched into the coaching world. How, from the business perspective, because it's something I've been very curious about, like, how, I mean, how do you even go about doing it as a business, you know, and actually getting paid enough to do it as a real job, so something that supports your lifestyle and your family? Like, what was that like? Uh, that was, that was rough. Um, that, that also took a, probably like a two to three year time frame to actually do so i still was working a full-time job uh -huh. you know I, I actually have a background in it uh -huh. and so I, I actually got really really blessed with this awesome job at like a, a law firm or something so i'm i'm working it law firm building up my business kind of on the side and just the the learning process of okay i know how to coach i know how to help people right but how do i run a business how do i market how do i advertise how do i get in front of people what do i say how do i sell all of those things how do i take care of my my you know the books and you know run all the money and everything else like that took a while to actually kind of build up and transition because i didn't know anything about it and i find that for people who don't have an entrepreneurial background or a business background that just takes a little while to, to learn. Yeah. And again, I, I had a fabulous support network. My father-in-law actually is a very successful business person. So I learned a tremendous amount from him. Uh -huh. And that just, that really, really helped. And then I was able to kind of take all of the things that I learned from him and apply that not only to my own business, but then helping other people with their businesses. Uh -huh. And when, um, I know you practice martial arts. When did you start that? And Oh, I've been a martial artist ever since I saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a kid, and I got obsessed with it. And then my brother and I started, you know, we went out in the backyard and started beating each up with broomsticks, you know, yeah. as our little bow staff. Um, so I started formally training in martial arts when I was in high school, and I've been doing it ever since. So it's like 18-plus years now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's a world of fun. And kind of ties into the coaching side and the personal development side um, because it's not just about punching and kicking. Uh, I mean, it is that, and it's a great workout, but it's also about self-improvement, right? The, the system that I train in right now is called Shaolin Wing Chun. It comes from the Shaolin Temple, and so there's the spirituality piece, the self-improvement piece that's built into the martial arts. So you get a great workout. You learn how to, you know, protect yourself or, or whatever if you need to, but the more important piece is learning how to develop who you are mm -hmm. from the inside. And did your practice change after you had a kid? Or the way you looked at it? Or is it just a stability for you? It, it is a stability for me. It changed in that I didn't really have as much time to practice. So it, it kind of, you know, but what that does, becoming a parent, what it does is it makes you become more efficient, mm -hmm. right? I have to use my time more wisely. And so it, it's still... 
it makes me laugh when I talk to people who don't have kids and they say, oh, I don't have time for that. Whatever it is that they want to do, I don't have time for that. And I'm like, well, wait till you have a kid. Yeah. You'll realize just how much free time you actually have right uh-huh. now. And then you start to use that time more efficiently. Yeah. So once I had a kid, everything about life had to change because I had to start learning how to do the same amount of work in a smaller amount of time, but without decreasing the quality of that yeah, work. Yeah. Right? So it's it's definitely a challenge, but it's really a fun one. Yeah. And um, when did you transition to do, doing coaching full-time? So during the, the whole recession thing, I, I was still working my job, um, you know, at the law firm, and I'd been building my practice up. And there were only two of us at this law firm, which was a good-sized firm, um, that were doing IT. And the other guy was the senior, right? He had been there a lot longer than I had. And, you know, recession hits, the law firm kind of held on as long as they could. And finally, one day, I was just, I got the ax. And I went home and I said, well, honey, you know, I look at my wife and I go, honey, you know, here's what happened. And, you know, she just said, well, you've been wanting to do coaching full time. Here we go. So yeah. let's do it. And it was kind of that oh shit moment of, you know, now I've got to really kind of kick things into gear. And, I mean, truth be told, my wife is a business owner as well. She has her own thing that she's doing. And there was... You know, and still is to a degree. Uh, her business supported us. Right? Yeah. Her business really grew and kind of took off, and that made my transition a lot easier. Did it when you went full time? Did it click right away, or was it how, how long did it take to really, you know, get in full speed and really be in it and you know be active in it? Or was there any transition period where it was a little weird getting accustomed to being a coach full time? No, well, I had already been doing it part-time, yeah. right? And so I already had a bit of a, a framework and a structure, and, and then I had all this extra free time. And I think the challenge was, what do I do with this extra free time? How do I fill it with business-building stuff? And, you know, I had ideas, but I think the hardest part was taking the ideas and actually putting them into action, uh-huh. right? And so it's like, oh, I've got this great idea, but where do I start? Yeah. And I have no idea. And so perhaps the biggest challenge in that transition phase was actually applying the ideas and starting to take the steps and not even knowing okay what's what's going to pay off right and what's going to just bomb yeah and i actually i had more bombs than i had more failures right than i did successes but it was the fact that i was out there kind of putting myself out you know day in and day out and i finally you know created my successes Mm -hmm. and that's the the, just keeping going yeah the biggest key and as far as how long that took well, I don't know, man. It's it's still happening. So right? yeah, it's still, it's still going. going. Yeah. yeah. Um, part of being a a solopreneur, kind of entrepreneurial type coach, is you know you're always building, you're always kind of going, mm-hmm. right? So I'm still in that process. Yeah. And um, what was it like moving to Ann Arbor from a coaching perspective? And you know, do you still work with the same clients and is it been challenges not being as much face to face or or is it that you're trying to get you know new clients here that you can meet face to face what's that kind of balance like? yeah so so making a transition to a completely new um, space demographic like nobody here knows who i am yeah right so i made my intention for the first like nine to twelve months mainly like obviously i'm, I'm working on building clients and everything else but it's really just networking, getting to know people, right? Establishing who I am in the community. One of the big things that I did in Cincinnati was I hosted a meetup group called The Truth About Relationships. And I hosted it for like five years. Fabulous group. It's just anybody can come. We talk about relationships, 
what makes them great, what makes them break, you know, how to pick up the pieces and put them back together when they do break, things like that. And, and it's totally free. I don't use it as a promotion tool. It's just a, something that I offer of, of service to the community. Mm -hmm. And that group grew and was very successful. I got clients out of that um, without even really trying. And so when I came here to Ann Arbor, um, you know, I decided to recreate that group and it's now growing and, you know, I've, you've, you've been there once, you know, like I, I need a bigger space, right? Yeah, like yeah. It's, I've got so many people coming, um, but it's great. And so, you know, doing some of the things that I did in Cincinnati, like that group has really kind of helped springboard me and into kind of fast forwarding my success here. Um, and really just, again, putting myself out there and offering value. So in a way it's like, I'm in a new space. Nobody knows me. Oh shit. I got to get moving. Um, but at the same time, it offers an opportunity because I get to recreate myself. I get to recreate my business, mm -hmm. right? I can totally rebrand myself. And, and really, when I moved from Cincinnati to Ann Arbor is when I made the decision to really incorporate the leadership development coaching as like an official part of my practice because I was doing it in Cincinnati, but it wasn't really something that I put out there and I advertised. Yeah. But here it's like, no, this is who I am. I'm, I'm kind of like a new me, yeah. which is great. Yeah. What, uh, and the last question I'll wrap up, kind of defining your value for people in terms of asking to be paid X or doing that when coaching is kind of a thing that people have a hard time even, like floating's kind of like this, but I would say coaching is way more extreme. It's, just, it's hard to even place a value in that. So what was that process like cultivating a value saying that, you know, my time need to be paid for this or, you know, just saying your value because I feel like coaching can go all over the maps from not a lot of money to some people charging, you know, an extraordinary Ex amount of exorbitant money. Exorbitant amounts of money. And a lot of people who are charged exorbitant amounts of money aren't really providing the value. So yeah. there is a balance there, right? Yeah. Um, and, and coaching, the other piece is coaching is not a regulated industry, right? So you could go to like a one weekend workshop and start printing up a card and calling yourself a coach or maybe not even go to a workshop and just start calling yourself a coach. Whereas someone like myself, I like did a bunch of training, right? I am certified, you know, internationally, things like that. Yeah. So there's a whole range of people out there who are, you know, different levels of expertise. Mm -hmm. um, but my big thing is I want to talk to people about where do you want to be in life? Right. Where do you want to be in your relationships? Where do you want to be in your business? Um, you know, and paint me a picture of what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Right. And my job as a coach is to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. It's that simple. And so if you have a vision of where you want to be, but you're like, I don't know how to get there. Right. Or I feel like I need somebody who can like help me see the things about myself that I'm not seeing. Right. That might be getting in my way. That's where I come in. And I don't ever, you know, charge somebody, um, just to sit down and talk, right? I usually have multiple conversations with somebody before we ever talk about becoming clients because I want to make sure that, you know, number one, they have that clear vision that I'm going to be able to serve them and that they're actually going to be, that they're actually willing to do the work to, you know, get the change that they're talking about they want. Mm -hmm. So, and if all of that lines up, now we've got a formula for success. We yeah. can actually work together and, and make something awesome. Yeah. And my big focus um, with the leadership development side is I want to help people who have some kind of a vision to make the world better, right? To help improve and change the world in a positive way. Whether it's a small business, big business, doesn't matter. It's all about developing the people. And if you've got a vision for changing the world in an awesome way, those are the kind of people that I like to serve. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us yeah. today, Josh. I'm really excited about what you guys are doing here. And, and I mean, everybody needs to come check this place out. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. thank you. Yeah.